Chitty chitty chat 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 chat. Chitty chitty chat chat chat. chat. <laughs> <laughs> hi, ch- hi, chitty chatters. Welcome to Wednesday's chitty chat. Rove's choking. I should I should point out cigarette when we. Uh, not always, but usually when mm. we record the chitty chat, we don't play. We don't always play the little opener bit. No, we do it ourselves. That yeah. then gets cut out, and I just sang it and just chuckled a little bit to myself. Yeah, at my little chitty chatterness. Yeah, it was good. Hamo's with us for today, as is Sam Frost, who has her hand raised. Hey, Hamo, mm. um, I'm pointing at you because you yep. have a story to tell the chitty chatters. Oh yeah, I think you'll appreciate this. Oh, uh, I love it already. So you know, I had a pretty big weekend uh, yes. at the Rhino Room uh, closing shows in Adelaide. Yes. And uh, you know what? I, I kept myself pretty tidy. Like I, I had late nights, but uh, I wasn't out of control. Yeah. And I remember everything that happened. That's mm-hmm. good. May have been a bit focused, but that was about it, right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So anyway, flew back on Sunday. And I'm one of these guys, and I don't know if this would drive you mad, Sam, but uh, and the reason I ask you is because it's driven girlfriends crazy oh, in the dear. past. Uh-oh. When I get home, I need to unpack and put everything away. Oh, yeah, it's mate, Sasha's one of those people. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good thing, bad thing. boyfriend. Yes. Um, it used Because I just want to, I would dump your bags, I just want to chill out for just a little millisecond. Right. I am, just get everything away. It yeah. won't take me long and then but I'll most chill. of it's gone straight, I would think, into like some sort of dirty clothes yes. basket, laundry oh, basket, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's nothing too big, but you just kind of put everything away. It's out of mind, out of sight. Uh, but I got in and I was a bit tired and mm. I didn't do that. And so, anyway, I had to step out for a second, and uh, when I returned to my door, I realised I'd picked up my spare keys from my mum that are for her house. I didn't have my phone, and I didn't have my wallet. And I, you know... What? And it's a Sunday... And so I, it was about five o'clock, and you know what? I didn't even panic. This is what I did. I tried all the keys of my mum's house just in yeah, chance no. that maybe God no. would smile upon me. Yeah. Maybe quantum physics would come that <laughs> mum's key works on my Like, who would have thought? Anyway, that just didn't isn't happen. It a, isn't it, just quickly, isn't it a great thing that your brain does where it just goes, oh, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't exactly. know, maybe. Like, I'd, I'd be a fool if I didn't try. I've lost my phone. I'll look in the dryer. I don't know. No, maybe. Yes, it's so funny the way your head just works. So I had to go and knock on my neighbour's door. Oh, no. And then I went in and my, uh, uh, so there's a a lovely couple. Do you know your neighbours well? Not, uh, a little bit. Like right. we've hung out a little bit. They, Alice- know, they know that you do live next door. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I know their names. Alessandro and Maya. There you <gasps> wow, go. Okay. So, right? More than me. So um, Alessandro was out, but Maya was there. Maya was there with a friend and I told them what had happened and I didn't have a phone. So then I asked if I could use her phone to find a locksmith. Her phone wasn't working. Maya's oh. phone wasn't working. So I, her friend had to call a locksmith to, oh break, to get him to come in. So MacGyver. So anyway, so then I just have to sit there. I end up having a green tea. I have a little biscuit. <laughs> uh, Alessandro returns home. He says, would you like a wine? I said yes because I don't right. know if it was the right thing to do. Uh, had, a, had a nice little wine. Uh, Perfect. I love uh, wine. Locksmith turned up. Yes, I do. <laughs> I thought that might be the part of the story you'd be into. You found your audience. I thought I'll win her back <laughs> with all this key story. And... Uh, and then uh, the guy came in and, like, uh, got out his little device, pretty cool guy, and it uh, was all done, opened the door, got me in, and now I want you to guess how much it cost. Oh, oh God. Oh, um, I reckon... <clears throat> I'm gonna, $180. I'm going to go parts, $7.50. Service, 
I'm going to go Price is Right. I'm going to say $250. 250 What is it, Hamo? Do you, do you want to just uh, play it like a... Uh... Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Higher? Who's higher? Who's higher? So, uh, so we're higher than 250 Higher. Uh, oh. Higher than 180 Uh 190 Oh, no, no, higher than 250 Oh, higher than 250 Yeah. Uh, Shit. Uh, 280 Higher. <gasps> 320 Higher. Far out. 350 Higher. $475? Lower. She's good for that. 420 Lower. F- 408 Lower. 407 No. 390 Lower. 385. Boom. What? $385. Just quickly forgetting it. Yeah. Don't me. Oh, Hang it. Thank you. $385. Unefing believable. And that, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm uh, leaving comedy because uh, uh, there's money to be made as a locksmith. You know what? I didn't even I didn't even blink. I just looked at him and went, no worries. Well, like, yeah, you know what? Because he, he, it was a Sunday. He turned up. He This all got done like in half an hour. Like he was there. It's one of those oh things. He had three time. phone calls while he was with me and he was only with me for about seven minutes. I always, yeah, right. I always say this. In the moment, if you said to someone, what would you pay right now? To oh, be you would pay anything. Yeah. They know that. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. The change. yeah. But anyway, the reason I wanted to tell you this story was two things. One is I thought you would find it entertaining. But now that I've told it on this, I can claim it on tax. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why you always unpack as soon as you get home. <laughs> Here's the pre-prepared bit. You gotta kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you gotta take it up enough. All right, all right, all right. I thought you sounded good. Your lovely voice for radio. You are out of your mind if you think I'm going to put this person on the air. Are we going to be goofing off like this every day? Rose McManus and Sam Frost. This is Rove and Sam. Welcome Wednesday nighters to Rove and Sam. I'm Rove here, Sam. Hello, Wednesdays. Now, why are we the only people who always bang <laughs> on about food. what day of the week it is? I have food in my mouth. That's, That's why right, I was you're like, allowed to. Hello, Wednesday. I'm eating my dinner. Sorry, team. You've been, you've been working very, very hard. Mm, I have. And, Thank um, you. There is a new vending machine in the building. Mate, this vending machine? New to us, I should say. Yes, because we only just discovered it's semi-healthy. Yeah. And I just got a nut bar. I say it's my dinner. I just got a nut bar and a low-carb bar. These actually are full of sugar. They are. It's but like, I'm have, des- you ever, have you ever I'm got desperate. one of, Have you ever bought one of those, I use in, in quotation marks, protein balls that you see at the cafes? Yeah, I love them, Rose. But aren't they like just, where is the protein in it? A protein ball is put a meat. Little, it is a risol. It they, is a meat ball. They put a little bit of powder in it. Oh, like, but it's otherwise just sugar. It's like chocolate and coconut. How can you tell me that is a protein ball? With cacao and... Cacao! <laughs> <laughs> Well, tonight on the show, Sam, I'm going to come clean about, um, look, my daughter and I have become badass lawbreakers. <laughs> I don't know why I find you breaking the law so entertaining. I know why, like, because you love hearing stories about breaking the law. Guys, that's exactly right, and I segue everyone. You know what? Uh, tonight I'm super excited. I get to sit down uh, with my all-time favourite crime author, James Phelps. He's a badass. The fact that you have any kind of favourite crime author, <laughs> let alone, oh no, he's my favourite. Yeah, no, there's a couple, there's a oh, couple. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> and look, I witnessed something 
uh, over the, well, it was just only a few days ago, actually. Yes. Um, a terrible accident, and I'm not sure I reacted the right way. <laughs> You'll find out when we come back. Rose and Sam. Look, people try to get healthy from time to time, Sam. You're doing it right now. Absolutely. I'm trying to eat some protein, just do my thing. Uh, and it's working because we've mentioned this multiple times on the show. Sun's out, guns out. Keep doing it because it's giving me a moto to keep going. I tell you what, Mate. you're going to need a license for those weapons. <laughs> so I was... Uh, <laughs> I became one of the the, the many uh, cyclists out on the road. A cyclist? Guys, a metre matters. Hang on, a you meter were matters. cycling? I was riding a bike with a How friend. How many times do I give them a hard time on this show? I know, but I, I thought I would become one with them. Well, I was visiting a... a that a would be the funniest thing you on a bike? Not in my... I'm not. Did you just start shaving your legs for the purpose of the exercise? I, I started riding we a bike. I started riding a bike to cover for the fact I shaved my legs. Dude. Is that just... I have would... you seen Have you seen the original Muppet movie where Kermit the Frog is riding a bike? That's that's what I look like. Rove, there would be nothing that makes me happier than <laughs> oh, just casually driving and Rove is on a bike. Can you imagine how funny that is? You would have an accident. Oh, my you God. You would have an you accident. You would be so cute and dorky. Well, look, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> Because my friend had an accident while we were out riding together, so I was at, I was catching up with a friend of mine, and <laughs> yeah. he has he, he rides a bike, and he said, "Hey, why don't we go for a ride?" I was like, "Let's do it." So we've got on the bikes, we're riding together. He has monumentally stacked it. That's why you don't ride a bike. He's too busy checking out my shaved legs, I guess. <laughs> We weren't on the road, thank goodness. Oh. We were on sort of a cycleway path. Lucky. And he's come down and just, I don't know, like the human instinct is you put your hands out, right? I don't know why we just think we need to do that. Yes. But he has put both his hands down, mm. he's landed on them, and I kid you not, I saw a human being's elbows bend the wrong way. Jesus. And I, Dude. my initial reaction, I said, are you okay? And he said, I don't think so. <laughs> And that's when I just started laughing. It was like some weird yes. response. Like sometimes you hear, like I could hear, oh, my, one of my grandparents have died and like you just start laughing because your body doesn't know, what, your brain doesn't know what's going Dude, on. the fact that, A, you and your friends go, hey, let's go ride bikes together and that's a fun day. Like, secondly, you're riding behind each other, then he falls off, yeah. breaks his elbows and yes. he's not okay. Dude, that is funny. You're allowed to laugh at that. Well, the best. <laughs> Here's what makes it better, right? He now, because oh I've visited him since, he's, he was only in hospital overnight. He's perfectly fine now. Two, two slings. Why does he even do and anything? He's, he's a guy. He can't do anything. He literally, like, you, you would oh imagine God. you're doing the mime of someone who has their arm in a sling, right? Yes. Now do it with the other arm as well. How do you eat? How do you go to the it's, toilet? It's like I'm hanging out with a penguin. It's the <laughs> best thing in the world. He can't do anything for himself. We can just bring him in and just point at him and laugh. Yes, seriously, that would make so me. That's what you get for trying to be healthy. <laughs> Rose and Sam. Sam is still chewing that protein bar. It's I been mean, like, keep, what, half an hour now, I want to say? I keep eating like, just as we're about to come out of the song. Yeah. It's one of the little ones, too. I know, because I keep just having a little sneaky nibble. Now, Sam, anyone who knows you... Mm. No, she's got an amazing set of arms right now. Thank you. And you love crime. Like, 
Disturbingly so. Yeah, I'm a bit of a sicko. I love it. I love hearing about... And not, oh, oh, you mean like a a sort of fanciful murder mystery? No. No. I like the real deal. I like hearing about the badass uh, criminals. Mm -hmm. I like hearing about what goes on in the prisons. I like hearing about corruption. Mm. I love it. Sam's favourite word, shank. Exactly. I'm shanking people. They can't creep up on me. I'm a single lady walking the streets. But guys... There's one particular author who I'm so obsessed with. His name's James Phelps. He's written three books. Mm-hmm. They're all about what actually happens inside the prisons. They're fascinating. I'm obsessed. And I am so lucky that I had the chance to catch up with him. James, thank you so much for coming in. Absolute pleasure. I am obsessed with these books. I've read all three of them. And you interview a lot of inmates and you share quite a lot of detail in the books. How do you firstly convince them? them to talk to you. Yeah, some of them actually are very reluctant to do it and they're probably the best people to get because they're not going to tell you porkies. You get a lot of people that want a bit of infamy and they're very easy to get, but half the stuff they tell you uh, probably hasn't happened. But it's just a matter of gaining their trust. So a lot of them I write a lot of letters to and get to know them that way and, you know, you meet them four or five times before you actually gain their trust and to get them to go on the record, it goes to a whole new level. But um, I've had some interesting episodes with it with a couple of inmates getting in trouble while they've still been inside for for things I've written and... (gasps) I was going to ask about that because you're reading the books and there's so much stuff like, you know, details about what happens in the jail, uh, stabbings, people smuggling things in, like all sorts of things, crimes that have happened on the outside. And I have thought that reading it going, you know, they're naming people, they're going on the record and you think what's the ripple effect to these dangerous people yeah, to well, putting you, it in the book. I think all the things you mentioned would get you in trouble, but one of the guys actually got bashed and had to be put in segregation because he revealed that he had one of the top jobs in the prison and was getting paid $15 a week and everyone, all the other crims got really jealous, like, why do you have that job? And that's what got him in trouble, not dobbing on anyone for stabbings or drugs or anything. So it's a very unique system and you've got to be very careful what you say. You do talk about uh, Robert Hughes from Hey Dad. You opened the Golden Jail book with uh, how he was treated when he first went in, which was really interesting because we spoke to one of his victims and I actually told her about that. I was like, mate, in this book, let me tell you, he's having a bad time. Do you feel, I guess, justified? Um, yes, I've got to be honest. I mean, it's one of those things where you look at it and you go, oh, that's not real good, but geez, that was funny. The yeah. guy had poo thrown at him. I mean, <laughs> that is just classic. Men lining up on either side of a gate yelling out, hey, Dad, throwing poo and wee that they've collected in their milk cartons. Yeah. Then him going and have a cry over on the, the back hill. The guards wouldn't <laughs> even shower him. And he got on the phone and, you know, it was the first time he'd shown remorse. He, he cried to his partner and said, yeah. I want to come home. One of the funniest stories in the books, it's not really disgusting or anything, but it's about a guy that was sleeping in. Um, he would never turn up to muster and the guards going, what, what's this bloke doing at night? So they decided to watch him. The bloke had a PlayStation in his cell with about 10 games and he was staying up all night playing it and, and he didn't get to, to muster. And he also started renting the PlayStation out to other inmates. So it was his whole how, sleepy wing. How do they even like get that sort of stuff in? Well, that's the funny part. I mean, most of the time it comes in in your body. So um, the PlayStations oh. aren't very small. Oh. So. <laughs> Surely the guards can see them wriggling around trying to squeeze things. They can when they leave the phone on and the prison officers have the phone number for the phone. I read that story. I yeah, loved it. It was on, left on vibrate and they just kept on ringing it while they were interrogating him. And the, the, the poor bloke, we can say poor bloke, I guess, was just wriggling around. Like oh. He was so uncomfortable. How uncomfy. Thank 
thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. I could literally sit down with you all day and be like, okay, so when you wrote this... Yeah, um... I, when I wrote these books, I thought my audience was, you know, 40-year-old men with big guts and tattoos, and here I'm looking at you saying you're a fan. Have you got some problems up there? Probably, or? actually. Probably. Thank you so much. I really appreciate no, it. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Rogan Sam. Just talking crime earlier. Sam's oh. favourite author, James Phelps. I know. He's so great. I might be in his next novel. <laughs> I, I am. I am as we speak, Sam, what, on the off? run. Why? I'm on the run from the law. What did you do? Watch a bike through a red? No, Ruby, uh, Taz and I enrolled Ruby in a school. It's like right. a, na- a nature school, a little thing that they do hey, on a weekend. You get out into nature. And you learn things while uh, getting a bit hands-on and uh, touching a tree or two. That sounds fantastic. It does. And we thought it would be great. We're a bit greeny. She's a bit greeny. This is going to be fantastic. Great. Oh, my God. It is two hours of absolute boredom. Oh, because why? You're just standing in a forest touching trees? We didn't isn't even get that, to the touching trees you bit. actually do, like, just all we the time? We turned up and, <laughs> oh, my God, the the person taking this class. Oh, Zero personality. <laughs> At first, I just went, uh, should I be talking to one of the trees instead? I think they have better stories right now. <laughs> and then it was... Are they, it, like, old or what, what's the yeah, deal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and cutie. just trying to do the right thing, but there are kids and the kids are very quickly losing their attention. Oh, yeah. The stories, it was just unnecessary. It was just like, let's just get into... Looking under rocks, let's yes. find ourselves some lizards, let's climb a tree, Great. grab a bit of bark and turn it into something because mm. there's a bit of a craft element. Oh, and fun. it took, it's meant to go for two hours. We were there for, I swear, like 20 minutes before, and nothing has happened. Mm. That became very quickly 30 minutes. Then they said, finally, now you can go for a walk. Oh. You can go for a walk. A little uh, goosey gander. Nature, nature school lovers, mm-hmm. bush school lovers. You can now go for a wander, go explore and find something and bring it back. Oh, great. We went for a walk. We walked around. We found a, a bit of a bush. We walked to the other side and it's parted and we realised, oh, we're sort of on the back of like a playground area. Oh, sure. Why go back to bush school now? Oh. We just spent the rest of the day... Playing on the swings. So you wagged? And the slides. We wagged. So you didn't go back to that boring old nope. guy? But Our names had been ticked off the list. Can you imagine? And we just enjoyed, because guess what? Best part, Sam, all the other kids are at bush school. We had that whole playground to ourselves. But do you know what? Did you ever think about that poor guy who realised that someone has left their school and how sad it would be for him? Well, do you know what I'm trying to do, Sam, is make his story more exciting. Well, last time we had a class in this here bush, they left and they never came back. I know, and it would be so heartbreaking for him. And now I'm really sad. Now I want to go to nature school and just sit next to him and just listen. I'll see you at the playground. You will not last 20 minutes. That's all we have for you tonight. Thank you to James Phelps for sitting down with Sam. Yeah, thank you. That's amazing. Uh, Stick around for Ash London, of course. And uh, don't forget to uh, download our podcast as well. Uh, And a quick mention, uh, Melbourne and Sydney, my That's Me Talking tour, sold out. Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane. Let's keep it up. Comedy.com.au. Uh, we will catch you tomorrow. Thank you very much, Sam Frost. Thanks, Rove. Thanks, Australia. Till tomorrow, I'm Rove McManus. Say hi to your mum for me. Rove and Sam. That, that was, that was uh, Radio Gravy. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Rove and Sam.